It's impossible to describe the power of a focused life. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Craig Grishel. And again, he is talking about how small things add up to be big things in our life and how if we focus on one thing in our life, there's a lot of power in it and you will indeed see a change in that area. Here's Craig. I love the fact that before the construction starts, God already sees the end. Before you even attempt to do what God puts on your heart, God knows what the result can be if we surrender to the power of his spirit. Verse eight says, then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple and he will complete it. If you'll pause there for a moment, I did a little research on uh, kind of the background of this story. And what I found is that the initial phases of the construction was actually very awkward. It went rather slowly. And if you read in Ezra, there were times when people visited the early stage of construction and they actually cried. They cried. Uh, this debatable as to why they cried. Some people believe they cried because they were happy that the temple was being rebuilt. More people actually argue that they cried because they were embarrassed because it was so unimpressive. They're like, this is so small and so pathetic. There's just a few rocks there. This isn't gonna amount to anything. And the reality is that's the way we often feel. You go to the gym, you're on the treadmill, and you're thinking, I gotta lose all this weight, and I've only lost one pound. There's no way I'm gonna get anywhere. I've gotta make all these changes that I try so hard and I go three days and I fall back into it. And we get so embarrassed so often by the small beginnings. In fact, today, quite honestly, is rather emotional to me because it was 18 years ago on this weekend that we met for the first time on a snowy Sunday in a two-car garage with about 40 people. And there was this voice in the back of my mind going, this is, this is never going to be a real church. I mean, there's only 40 people here, and they're every friend you have. You don't have any more friends, and this isn't going to happen, and all this kind of stuff. And I just sit back today and think, look what God did out of that very small <laughs> beginning. Verse 10 says this, and I hope this will encourage some of you. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. You gotta put one stone before you put a second stone. You gotta, you gotta start somewhere. And God rejoices to see you be faithful in the small things. One of the challenges is so often we look at people and we see their highlight reels and, and, and we know our behind the scenes and we get so intimidated. You look at people in the Bible and you're like, look at David, he was a man after God's own, he took down Goliath, I wanna take down my giant. But we forget that he was faithful for years in the fields tending sheep and whenever a wild animal would, would come up, he would run the animal off or he would kill the animal. What was happening? He was learning to be faithful with the small things so God could trust him with the big things. Uh, people look at uh, Ruth and Boaz, uh, girls all the time. I want a husband like Boaz. Boaz just sounds handsome, okay? You forget, Ruth was faithful to Naomi when she didn't have to be. 
when it would have been easier not to be. She was faithful out in the fields for years and years, for time after time. And it was that faithfulness that opened the doors of God's blessing through Boaz. It was the things that no one saw that resulted in the marriage that everyone wanted. We look at Daniel in the Bible like, oh, he's got such great faith. I mean, he's standing in a lion's den and, and, and his faith is unwavering. I want faith like that. Well, we forget that three times a day, year after year, you know what Daniel did? He stopped whatever he was doing, knelt down three times a day and sought the Lord in prayer. What kind of faith do you think you would have if you devoted three specific times a day, every day to seeking after God? It's the things that no one sees that results in what everyone wants. I read a book um, this year called Wooden on Leadership. It was about John Wooden, um, one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time. Uh, He coached for UCLA, 10 NCAA um, titles, seven consecutive titles, unheard of between 1967 and 73. You know what the first practice consisted of for Coach Wooden? He brought the players in, didn't run drills, didn't run sprints, didn't practice free throws or passing. The very first practice consisted of sitting down, putting your socks on, and putting your shoes on very, very carefully because he found that no one ever thinks about how you put your socks on and therefore you get blisters. And he made a very important point that we're a team that cares about the details because the details matter. In fact, John Wooden said this, it's the little things that are vital. Little things make the big things happen. I love that. It's so often the small things that no one sees that result in the big things that everyone wants. So here's what we're gonna do in the upcoming weeks. We're gonna focus on three very important areas. Uh, We're gonna focus on our thoughts, our words, and our habits. Somebody said this, and I want you to think about this. Why are our thoughts so important? Our thoughts are important because our thoughts become words, our words become actions, our actions become habits, and our habits create a destiny. Next week, we're going to make some small changes in our words. Write that down. We're going to talk about our, uh, the next week our thoughts because as a person thinks in his heart, so he becomes. You want to change your life? Start by changing your thoughts. Week number three, we're going to talk about our words because there's the power of life and death in our words. You want to change your life? Change the words that you speak. You want to change the way you live? Change the words that you speak. Week number four, we're going to talk about our habits. Why? Because we become what we repeatedly do. You want to become a different person? Change your habits. We're going to make some small changes in the way we think, in the way we speak, and in the way we behave. And it's in these small changes that maybe no one else will notice will bring about the results, I believe, that we've always wanted. Because it's impossible to describe the power of a focused life. When, when you focus on one thing, it's amazing what you can accomplish. In fact, years ago, I did a study on the words one thing in the Bible, and I found that there is actually a fairly common phrase. David in the Old Testament, King David, was known as a man after God's own heart. Do you know what the one thing he wanted above anything else? You can read it. He said, the one thing I want, the one thing I desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's it. If, if, you're, if your number one thing you desire is to be in God's presence, guess what you could be? 
You could be described as a man or a woman after God's own heart. There's power in focus. Paul in the New Testament, um, who is the greatest apostle of all time, if you remember, he had a really hard past, not only as a non-Christian at first, but then as a Christian, he faced massive persecution. He was beaten, shipwrecked, left for dead, snake bitten. He was hungry. He was stoned many times and not recreationally speaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't know we could do that. Okay, let's go to Colorado. Meet you there. You're like, no, no, it's not what I'm talking about, okay? No, no, no. We're talking about the guy endured some massive pain. And you know what he said? Rather than saying, oh, I'm going to think about my past. Oh, it's been so hard. You wouldn't believe how mean they are to me. Oh, they persecute me all the time. Oh, I can't. No, you know what he said? He said, this one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining on toward what is ahead. I'm not going to let my past define my future. God has something more for me. So this one thing I do, I let go of all that, and I'm moving forward because God has something else for me. This one thing, when you focus on one thing, it's amazing what God can do. But when you miss your one thing, it's amazing the blessings you can miss. Jesus visited the home of Mary and Martha in Luke chapter 10. And Mary was enjoying the presence of Jesus, and Martha was wigging out. The tea's lukewarm. The dishes don't match. Whatever. I don't know what she's doing, but you use your imagination. Jesus looked at her and said, Martha, maybe you're upset about so many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary, who is sitting at the feet of Jesus, has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. You missed the most important thing. Jesus um, encountered a, a very wealthy, successful young business person, and this guy wanted to follow Jesus. He's like, hey, I wanna be on your team. And the problem was the material possessions were so important to him that he was missing the true blessings of becoming a follower of Christ. And so Jesus said, hey, you only lack one thing. Only one thing, just one thing. You get this one thing right, and you can help change the world. That You lack one thing. Go sell your possessions, give all that stuff away, don't let it weigh you down, then come follow me. But you know what happened? The guy went away sad because he was unwilling to do the one thing that would change his life. It's amazing what a life of focus uh, can actually bring. It's often the small things that no one sees that result in the big things that everyone wants. So here's your assignment. Very simple, very focused, very direct, and very doable. What I'm gonna challenge you to do is get as focused as you can. Don't give me a New Year's resolution. If you have three, you're gonna do none. Don't even give me one New Year's resolution. What I wanna do is I wanna ask you to seek God for one specific word that will define and direct your year to come. One word, and then you can also put a verse to it because this is not gonna be by our might or by our power, but by God's spirit that he will empower us to move forward. And you will not believe how different your year and your life can be when you focus on one God-breathed word that can help direct your decisions, and guide your life. That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Small Things, Big Difference. And you can also find out more information about him at his church website, life.com. 
church. And this is the same church that puts out the U the U version um, Bible app, which is what I use every single day. It has all kinds of great features and amazing Bible plans, and just it's a great Bible app. So I encourage you to download it and check out more about Pastor Craig. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.